Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. This is McNamara on Money, uh, 95.9 WATD-FM. And just let's give a shout out to the Marshfield Food Pantry. They need our help. They need your help. These are difficult times. Many people rely on this community resource for help. So if you can help them out with a donation of food or money, please do so. They have relocated to the Library Plaza in downtown Marshfield. And you can send your uh, tax-deductible donation to them or drop off your donation. So, And also visit them on their website, marshfieldfoodpantry.org. Um, now, next week's topic here on McNamara Financial will be, what is my investment strategy? The definition of a strategy is a high-level plan to achieve one or more goals under conditions of uncertainty. We always have conditions of uncertainty. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely That's always. That's life. And <clears throat> Justin McNamara will be joining his dad, Michael McNamara. Regional Vice President of oh, Investments. Oh, I love the sound of that. There you go. Okay. You'll discuss we, we should pick up a business investment. card for him, you know? Yes, okay. various yeah. investment <laughs> strategies. Also, um, this is a... Um, call-in talk show and we'd love to hear from you on 781-837-4900 and um, we appreciate our callers Michael appreciates his callers every week and they choose the topic but if you have an idea for a topic please call call the office and let them know and they can make a plan to cover that on the show you can call them at 781 834 
2010 or email Mary Beth at McNamaraFinancial.com with your suggestions. Yep, folks, I love talking to this woman, but it would be okay if you want to call and interrupt our discussion here. Yes. I guess is how I would say that, okay? Yes. All right, um, so if you just tuned into this show, okay, I've said three important things so far. The rest of the stuff is kind of fun and hopefully you'll learn some stuff. I have three okay. macroeconomic investing points here so far. Okay, so the first one is that you need to believe in the future of the world and that the companies that you own are going to continue to grow their earnings and profits over time, which means that they're going to get better at making cars, phones, and providing you service. So you need to believe in the future of capitalism and that your life will be better for it. That'll allow you to invest in some stocks and not get too nervous. You need to have some religion about capitalism, folks. That's number one, and invest in it. Number two, you need to diversify your stock holdings and bonds to into lots of different places because one aren't the only game in town. So diversification. So stocks become worth more over time because they grow their money and that's always going to be the case. Number two, you need to diversify your money, okay, into different kinds of stocks and bonds because nobody knows what's going to happen going forward. And number three, we're going to spend a little time on this right now because you brought up the subject, you need to rebalance. Okay. So, uh, where shall I start? Let's pretend we have a really, really simple investment strategy, okay? Uh, you take 60% of your money and you buy the U.S. stock market. You do that tomorrow afternoon, folks, okay? No, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow's Sunday. You can do that Monday afternoon, folks, <clears throat> okay? And let's just, for, for yucks, take 40% of your money and buy the U.S. bond market. Okay, you can do that Monday afternoon, too, or Monday morning, okay? By the way, I'd, I'd be buying more than U.S. stocks and bonds, but I need to have a simple... Okay. okay. So we got, we got a 60-40 portfolio. I always say the stock piece first. Uh, <clears throat> and let's pretend uh, you invested uh, $10,000 in that portfolio, okay? It's tough to do numbers over the radio, so I'm going to fudge it a little bit to make it easy. Okay, so you invest $100,000... It's in this really, really simple portfolio. And I say to you, hey, we're going to be long-term investors. How about I review, review your stuff next year? We'll get together and have a meeting and see how your stuff's doing next year. Okay? So we sit down. Uh, next year, I proudly say to you, hey, your 10000 uh is now eleven. I'll make it. I'll make it. It's $12,000. Okay. okay, we made a bunch of money in this portfolio. Oh, yeah, you're really happy, okay? And and the percentages aren't going to be right, but I'm just going to make them up. Well, let's pretend that you got all that money from your stocks and the bonds just were kind of flat, okay? So, so again, for, for government purposes here, we look at your portfolio, it's up from 10 to 12, but now you got 70% of your money in stocks, okay? And by default, 30% of your money in bonds, okay? So uh, how do you feel about that? Well, don't ask me because I would say I would say at the beginning I don't want forty percent of my money in bonds. <laughs> well, pretend you're so, somebody else. Pretend I'm somebody else. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I might say, "Wow, that's great because the <laughs> stocks are flying." Yeah. Let's take some of our money out of bonds. I don't know what. Yeah. This yeah. By the way, that, that that's a that's a that's one of the answers. Okay. Okay. Well, wait a minute. You know, if we made uh, you know, what if we made a bunch of money in the stock piece of this portfolio and the bonds were sucking wind or went down. How about yeah. we sell some bonds or buy some more stocks? And to that I would say, wrong answer. 
Okay? So there's only two more answers. Okay? One, the, the next answer would be, well, I just like that. Let's just leave keep it things. Alone, just right? leave it alone. Oh, yeah. And to that I would say, good answer. <laughs> that's wrong too. Okay? And by the way, that's about the order that I okay. would get those responses. So you're batting a thousand here. Okay? So... Then I would say, the, 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 if we're playing this game, I would say, so listen, uh, what did you buy? You bought a 60-40, right? Okay, and you bought a 60-40 because you wanted to take a certain level of risk in your portfolio, and for that certain level of risk, you were hoping to get paid this kind of a return, okay? So your plan was to buy a 60-40, and your comfort level was a 60-40. Whoops, you got a 70-30 now. How do you feel? My comment is, it ain't what you bought. We got to put it back to where it was because this is braver. You made some money, yes. This is bra Well, you're feeling braver now that you're up, right? With the seven well, no. Okay, so you bought a 60-40. Your plan was a 60-40. We're out of whack with your plan okay. okay you got too many stocks all right and your plan wouldn't be for one year anyway so no, your plan no, is no <laughs> no no your plan is for your lifetime yeah. or at least not too much shorter than that okay so so if you're going to put your plan back together we're trimming enough of those stocks by the way i would call that selling high after the fact okay so we're trimming x dollars of those stocks and then we're going to take that money and stupidly buy some bonds that went down. I'm using the word stupidly, facetiously, folks, okay? okay? So let's see. So if we put it back to a 60-40, after the fact, you didn't have to look into the future, you took some profits, okay, sold high, and after the fact, you didn't have to look into the future, you bought low. I think I'm going to write that down. Okay, that's kind of a good thing. Okay, so the, the absolute beauty of rebalancing, or said much better, keeping with your plan, is that over time, you're going to kind of trim some things that got a little too big, okay? And you're going to kind of add to some things that got a little too small. And that's probably going to come out in the wash over a long enough period of time. Okay, and by the way, that's where we make our money at McNamara Financial, m most of our money by, be re by rebalancing and doing that, okay? I can remember very, very, very clearly <clears throat> some discussions with two or three of our clients. Uh, back in the oh, early 2000s, we had some pieces of real estate investments in our portfolios, and real estate was going bonkers from about 2002 to about 2007, okay? And I can clearly remember some discussions with two or three of our clients who actually watch their money every day so we, we love them but you know, we, we, and we give them a hard time but they do it anyway so anyway so and, and they would call up and say hey you just took some of my real estate profits okay it went up last year it went up the year before that if you didn't take all these profits in my real estate I'd have a lot more money than I have in that real estate position right now and I would say that's the plan okay when 2007 unfolded, they didn't Ooh. call anymore, okay, because real estate went in the tank as well as real estate investments did, okay? So it goes back to investments go in cycles. 
you don't know when you're high or low. If you're always trimming some profits out of something that's going up, okay, you're looking dumb while you're doing that till it goes down. And, and that's just how it works, folks, okay? So sticking to your asset allocation, now I'm getting real technical, your plan. Oh, we'll have some fun discussions about that next week. Okay, that's what makes this all work, okay? Wait a minute. You're going to sell some of my stocks and buy these yucky bonds? Oh, wait a minute. You're going to sell some of my raging, screaming U.S. stocks and buy those emerging markets that were down 20% this year? Wait, what are you, crazy? Okay, not necessarily, folks. Okay, so, okay, believe that companies and capitalism are going to work for the rest of our lives. You have no evidence to the contrary. Okay, looking backwards in history. Okay, diversify all your stuff in terms of different flavors of investments because... No one knows which game is going to be the best game to play. And stick with your plan or rebalance the portfolio. What that does is take advantage of whatever markets gave you during whatever periods of time that you're looking for. It's a wonderful thing. Okay, I, I'm at peace now. You can ask the next oh, question. All right. <laughs> all right. I walk into McNamara Financial, and I, my first question to you would be, what return can you get me on my money? Ooh, and my response to that would be, what do you, return do you want? Pick a number. Let's have some fun here. Whoa, what do you want, Mr. Oh, Investor? Oh, okay. okay. What, what are you looking for? I don't know. Um, 12%. All right. Okay. So <laughs> this, is, this is a fun one. We're, we're going to have some fun doing this. Okay. okay. So um, from calendar... 1995 to calendar most of 2000. Okay. The United States stock market in the form of the S&P 500 and a bunch of other things was absolutely positively screaming in terms of a positive rate of return. For those five years, okay, that was about a 20 to a 25% per year return. Okay, absolutely, fabulous. absolutely mm. fabulous, okay? When I met folks during that period of time, they were looking for a 25% return on their money because wow. that's where things are or were, mm -hmm. okay? That came to an end, folks, in spectacular fashion and it took you seven years to get back to where you were if you played that game and didn't rebalance your portfolio. But anyway, okay, uh, from approximately, let me think, ballpark here for time, but hmm, going back to about 2012, remember how we've been, interest rates have been kind of going down for a long time and now they're going up a little bit? Mm -hmm. okay, so yeah, roughly 2012 until about, well, actually still now pretty much, okay, Okay, when, when I meet folks for the first time, and a lot of them are conservative. By the way, I've never met a person in my entire life who wasn't conservative in terms of being a prospective client or a client. <laughs> but anyway, uh, when, when folks answer that question about what can you get for a return, they answer about 4 or 5%. Because what's their... What's their frame of reference? CDs in the bank, you know, or things oh, okay. like that. Okay, so first of all... That, that question, okay, or that, you know, I want this, yeah. that kind of differs depending upon where the world is or has been. It doesn't ask about the future because nobody knows. Okay, so that's, so that's yuck, 
number one. It's kind of funny when I start hearing that, okay? Um, the, the second comment is, well, what's a realistic, you know, what's a reasonable return, okay? Uh, and, and so sometimes think 25, and sometimes th- whatever it is, the bottom line is you're going to earn what you're going to earn, P- period, okay? And, and so if you put all of your money in U.S. stocks for the next five years, I guess you're going to earn what U.S. stocks are going to earn, but, but we don't know that, right? Okay, but, okay. You, but people must have, I mean, at least I think I would, have an yeah. expectation. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I want to beat okay. inflation yeah, by yeah, yeah, exactly. how many points, and that's no, why I came it, to see you. Yeah, yeah, by the way, very few people walk in and say, hey, I'd like to beat inflation by three points. What do you got? Well, what do you got for today's special? Right? <laughs> no, but let's face I mean, yeah. your money. If yeah. you if you think your money is something you can use and it can do something yeah. for you, yeah, yeah. Okay, if you do nothing with your money, yeah. inflation's going to yeah. eat away at it. Y- your question is an excellent one. Okay, and so let me try to put that in a little bit different light. Okay, by the way, you may have an expectation of what you want, and it may be reasonable. Okay, my answer to that, I have the, the best answer on the planet for that. Okay? okay, so besides investing people's money, we you know we do that. Okay, we we also uh, help people hopefully live happily ever after by creating a retirement plan or a college funding plan where people can achieve their financial goals and get to where they need to be, okay? And, and by far, when we put on our certified financial planner practitioner hats, that is by far the most valuable service we provide to the folks we work with, okay? Okay, I would say to somebody who asked that question, what's a reasonable return, or said, I, I'd like to make this kind of a return, I would say, why don't we find out what you need to make? Okay. Okay, fair, fair enough. Okay. You, you might think that a 6% return is a reasonable expectation. By the way, it may well be. But if you only needed to earn three to live happily ever after, w- would you like to know what you need to earn to be okay as opposed to what sure. you think you would? Sure. Okay. And, well, how do, you, how do you get the information to figure out what you really need? It's, it's pretty simple. It's called a comprehensive, written, detailed financial plan. Okay. So, when we, we, so to answer that question, great question, in a meaningful way that will help people, okay, we'll sit down with them over a meeting or two or three. We'll craft... Uh, a, a financial plan that gets them from where they are now, they where, where they want to be somewhere down the line, okay? Uh, and, and you know this, you know, here's where I am, Mr. McNamara. Here's where I want to be. What do I got to do to get there? Sort of a thing. And one of the things is how much money do I have to earn? Okay. Well, when we do that plan, we have to put some estimates in about what we think people can earn on their returns. And, and those in the estimates would involve the diff- using different strategies with different numbers, okay? But just to be easy, most folks, uh, let's assume a 60-40 portfolio is what I, you know, I, I'm, I meet these people. I've been doing this for a long time. I got a pretty good idea what's an appropriate strategy for them. But if I think it's an appropriate strategy and it doesn't line up with what we they need, then we have to need to talk about it. Okay, so my point is that I'll put in... I have to make a guess about what they're going to earn the money. I'm not going to take their guess. You know, they, they tell me they want to be here, there, and everywhere. We, we put some, a bunch of guesses about what we're going to do in the future in this plan, okay? And, and one of the places we have to guess is what they return the money is. So if I plug in, and here's what I would do. I, if you have a, a, a 60% stock and a 40% bond portfolio, I think it is quite reasonable, 
over the long term to earn somewhere between a 5 and a 7% per year return on your money. Okay, not guaranteed, but I'm, I'm comfortable telling folks for whom we manage money that that's a, that's a range, a, a realistic range. I'm going to look smart sometime. Don't know when that's going to be, folks. Might be five, six, seven years before we get that number. Okay. Anyway, that's the number, five to seven. Okay. When we, so, so that's when I got my, my money manager hat on. Well, when I got my financial planner hat on, I say, folks, how about we use a 6% return on this portfolio? Okay, that'd be kind of the middle of the range. Or I might say, folks, how about we use a 5% return on this portfolio? So if I plug in a 5% return, okay, and you can live absolutely positively, happily ever after, that's the way it looks like it's going to be. We're making bets here, folks. With a 5% return, then I guess that's probably would be our target range expectation. You, you okay with that? Okay. So, so that's the return you need to... Uh, but what you want to earn and what you might need to earn are two different numbers. Okay. okay. So, hey, this is cool. So, you know what? This looks like really hunky-dory if you have to earn a 5% return. Okay. So, if it looks hunky-dory and it is a 5% return, I might say, hey, you know what? Let's pretend I'm wrong and see what a 4% return looks like. Okay. And we punch all these numbers and a 4% return, they're still living hunky-dory. Well, so uh, by the way, I would use a 4% number for a 40% stock and a 60% bond portfolio, okay? So six works, I'm sorry, five works, and four works. Which one would you pick? Well, I picked the five, I Okay. Guess. Yeah. But the five involves a little more risk of achieving success than the four. Four's, four's a lower risk route to get there than a five. Okay. Okay. So my my comment. Well, I guess it would depend on how much time time I had. W- w- right. Okay. My, my I mean, I would take. I would say, well, take a. Take a little. Okay. Take a point risk, sure. maybe, because sure. I want to make sure. I, I, I don't know how long I'm going to live. Well, yeah, and and I would say, why wouldn't you take the lowest risk route to get to where you need to go? And the four is a lower risk route, okay? We do what's called a Monte Carlo analysis, which projects a whole bunch of different kinds of returns on your portfolio. Well, a 60-40 has a wider range of ups and downs than a 40-60. You okay with that so far? Okay. Okay. Well, so if we run a thousand scenarios, okay, in a 60-40, it might say, hey, you got an 85% chance of living happily ever after and not running out of money. Okay? Okay. I might say, hey, just for yucks, look, let's plug in a four. It might say you got a 92% chance of running out of money. Why? Because you had less bad scenarios. Okay. okay. As a possibility of future returns. Okay, so so if if so first of all, Let's see what you need to earn to be okay. That's number one. And number two, if you could take a little less risk and be in the same please place, why the heck wouldn't you? That'd be, that'd be my response. Yeah. Okay, now let's go the other way. Okay, I plug in uh, uh, 5%. Okay, yeah, I just take a couple minutes. Tim's mm-hmm. going to get a little, a little nervous, but a couple more minutes. So I plug in the same strategy. I plug in a 5% return. And the Monte Carlo estimate says, yeah, you got a 50% chance of living happily ever after before you run out of all your money. Most people would get somewhat 
disturbed about that. Okay, I will virtually guarantee you, anybody out there, come visit, folks. I'll virtually guarantee you, say, well, that's, you know, one of the things we could do is uh, let's make that five I used a six and see how that works. Oh, you, you know, you earn a little bit more money, okay? Six ain't going to work. Okay, by the way, the seven's not going to work either, okay? Even on the high side of what we hope. Why? Because what you earn on your money is only one of the variables that goes into living happily ever after, okay? Uh, if, if somebody had the absolutely positively best investment strategy on the planet and you put money in your 401k plan for 40 years, if you put $10 a month in there, you're probably not going to make it, okay? Yeah. Mm -hmm. If somebody had the worst investment strategy in their life in their 401k plan and they put $30,000 a year in there, I'm making up numbers, folks. I don't care how bad that is, they're probably going to be okay. So my point is that besides investment returns, they don't move the needle as much as other things that my people. If I have that kind of a 50% result, I know I got people who either didn't save enough or they spent too much, okay? okay. Or this, some combination of stuff is wrong and it ain't the money, okay? And in my world, if the biggest variables are not related to your return on your money, they're not. Okay, if the biggest variables are not related to your return on the money, maybe we ought to be paying some attention to that as well. So that, what do you earn on your money? My answer is, what do you need to earn on your money? Let's find out. Let's see if that's realistic. And if it's not realistic, you got to do some stuff, Mr. Client. Not on me anymore. Okay, okay. It, won't, it won't be on me if we have a relationship. Okay. I'll tell you what, let's, how about we take a break and you can react. Good I, idea. I, I see you're thinking about oh, a bunch of questions yeah. about that. So how about we take a break and uh, we'll be right back. Mm -hmm. 